Welcome to episode 32 of Rule the Queendom. Now, my beautiful guest today is Lauren Rose, and Lauren is the owner of Wardrobe Warriors Markets Australia. She's a self-made lady startup and a woman that reminds me of how much I love the women of this world, how we are driven, real, hardworking, and creating a new world of business. And Lauren also reminds us that it's perfectly fine to start at the bottom and hustle all your way to the top. To find out more about Wardrobe Warriors, check them out on Insta at www.marketsaustralia. Their website is all the W's, www.marketsaustralia.com. And to follow Lauren's journey, find her on Instagram at lollyish. Hope you enjoy the interview. This is the Rule the Queendom podcast by Charlie Willis, wife, mum, stepmum, entrepreneur, model and radio presenter turned self-love campaigner and body confidence advocate will be helping you to become the woman you were born to be. Each week you will discover practical ways to transform your self-doubts and fears into self-confidence and power. Now is the time to reach your true potential, take control of your destiny and realign with your purpose. Get ready to be real, rock your happiness and wear your crown with pride as Charlie and guests regal you up and transform you into the confident queen you were born to be. Are you ready to roll? We got you, sister. Let's talk about all about you. So you're the founder of Wardrobe Warriors, which is a pop-up yep. pre-loved fashion market. And yep. what I love about you is, one, you reached out to me and was like, hey, I think we should chat, and I love people that do that. And yep. two, you've been doing this for four years, which is yep. incredible. Three, that you just keep it so freaking real. I actually like pinch myself because I'm not qualified in anything. I, don't, I didn't go to uni. Like I just had this idea one day and was like, oh, screw it. I'm going to do it. And like four years later, it's still working. And I still have to be like, really? <laughs> is this actually happening? I can't believe this is happening. <laughs> this is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing but it's not without hard work right no like so I came up like I started the business four years ago and it was just like a random idea because me and my ex's mother-in-law was like super super chill and we would like drink all the time and hang all the time and like bitch about everything and then we were like oh we should start a business like we should do a website so we got into um like a, we had like a little boutique online called cream clothing which didn't, it didn't really take off. It got some orders, but you know, didn't really take off. And then we went to a market um, and it was like a designer market. And I was like, wouldn't it be dope if this was like for real, like everyday people. So that's sort of how it came about. And I just like on a whim decided to do it. And here we are four years later. <laughs> that's basically how it happened. So what were those early days like though, especially if you've come off the back of something you're like, oh, okay, maybe well, like the cream boutique days, like maybe this isn't successful as I sort of thought, but I've got this better. Well, you would think it would be like that, but honestly, I'm just drinking a wine too, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> like it's, it, I've been up since five, so it's my, it's my afternoon now. But <laughs> re- cream clothing really wasn't as successful as like we would have hoped. When we went to this market, it was, it was like $250 for a stall and you had to sign, sell designer or you had to sell boutique stuff. And uh. I just 
were standing there not making any money. I was just like, oh, this would be so dope if I could come here with my personal wardrobe and just get rid of it. And I sort of did the research in Brisbane because I, I was lucky to be from Brisbane and we didn't have anything like even remotely similar. So I just decided to do it and, and it's just stuck around. I think maybe because I am so real, maybe. <laughs> yeah, because it, but you don't just do it in Brisbane either. You do it all over, don't you? Because you're in Parramatta yeah. in August. Yeah, this, this year we expanded to Sydney, Melbourne, Perth um, as well as Brisbane and they well, Sydney and Perth particularly ate us up they, they love us there was like a line down to the highway like a 40 minute wait to get in in Perth like, it's it's crazy Sydney sold out of stalls in two minutes it's crazy that's incredible that's absolutely yeah. amazing I didn't even see it happening it just happened <laughs> <laughs> so you are really honest about your life and your journey you know you're a lady startup your Insta yes. profile reads direct quote um, broke but out here living yep. my best life living my best life yes yeah. <laughs> tell me tell me walk me through this talk to me about it well I just I like I've always used Instagram and you know I've like, like I said I haven't had any I haven't been to university and haven't done any of this like formal training as you would say but I just noticed that I was trying to find like someone to look up to on Instagram and I noticed that everyone's like standing in front of cars that they don't own, standing in houses they don't own, especially my age, that 25 to 30 year old gap. So I found myself sitting here just like, what, like, why do they have that? And what, like comparing myself to them. And then I decided to go the other way, which was just like, no, I'm going to show everybody what like life actually is like for us. Like... I have a lot of people come up to me like, oh, you're doing so well for yourself. You live in Ascot now. You're like, you live in all these places. Like, you're doing all this, but they don't see the work. So I want people to know you can do it, but it's not like the Instagram photos make you think that it's like at all. Yeah, exactly. And I was talking to someone last week and they said this to me and I was like, holy shit, you're so right, that we're looking at everyone's like highlight reels and we're comparing yeah. them to our behind the scenes. I found for me, I because my market is super unique, like people still don't get it when I tell them. They think I'm just super proud of like, you know, my garage sale. Or like they think I sell clothes, which isn't a lie because I think that's profitable. But my main business is like I'm an events and I still have to actually explain that to people because yeah. they, just, they just don't get it. Being like we just said, being self-made is hard, right? So yes. talk to me about a really tough time and how you pushed through it. Like, how did you do that? I guess, like, uh, I was, I actually called my mom this morning for this question because I was like, Mom, what do I, like, what do I say for this? And <laughs> we are poor. We, I didn't grow up with all the opportunities I guess anybody else did, but my parents gave me everything I wanted. And they moved us here when I was like six so that we could get like more opportunities. But to do that, they gave up a lot of things. We grew up, I guess, disadvantaged. Flipping stuff was like a way of life. So I guess that helped me come up with the idea itself. But because of that, I've always been really good at going through hard times. So like a really particular hard time that just happened to me recently was my one of my really close friends died like three months ago. Oh, nice. Like, And he was only 27. So that like was, that happened in the middle of us being in Sydney and Melbourne and Perth and 
it was my first friend dying. So that was like a really huge, like it hit me real hard because I'm self-made. I didn't realize like I still have to, the show has to keep going on. And I had to just push through it because like, I guess I'm just used to there being no other choice, you know, like then because I always rely on myself, it's sort of like, if I don't do it, it's not going to happen. So it just happens that way, I guess. And that's a huge thing to push through. And and yeah, that realization of there's no one to back me up. No, my mom, my parents, they're there for me and I have a really good support network and my parents are there for me and they do whatever they can but to run a business and not have any backing basically financially if I want stuff to happen pretty much it just it has to happen myself or it's not going to happen yeah yeah exactly so talk us through more of wardrobe warriors and what like the early days of of that were like you've got this great idea you know where you want to go with it. This is pretty much my first business that I started. So I wasn't sure how it would run, but I've never had an event or a market that I've put out that hasn't sold out. So I've seen all the other markets that are around and I've seen them struggle to get their stalls filled. And like every single month mine sells out. And I think it's because when we are so chill, so I, like, even in the early days, I still had a hundred percent sellout rate. So I've never had an issue with the, the idea working. It's always been an issue of like, I can only ever do as much as I can physically do. Yeah. It's, it's cause I'm a one man show and I'm trying to be also like, I want to keep my prices reasonable for people like me who can't really, you know, afford 50 plus dollars to go to a market. I keep my prices low so that I take a smaller cut, but in the end we all win sort of. What you're saying is I guess that the business has done so well because you're so authentic with it. Yeah. Well, especially when, when my friend passed away, I hired some people of Airtasker to, to look after the markets and they just, they went to shit. They didn't have the personality or the care that I have. So it all just went to shit. And I guess I've only just come out of the fall out of like that so the last three specifically super hard because of that reason yeah it's just been all learning curves I guess because I I realized that it's me that makes it run I guess yeah exactly so what advice would you give to women that want to start their own business I well like I mean I definitely am the first of all I'm like do it (laughs) because I'm a huge advocate for people just doing like, just do it because the, I, I get people asking me all the time, like, oh, I've got this idea. Do you think this will work? And I always feel like at the end of the day, it doesn't matter what I think will work. Like, if you think it's going to work and you know your customers, then it's going to work. So I think the best thing you can do is just do it. What have you got to lose? Just do it. I love that. And it's funny, every woman that I've spoken to about running their own business that is the resounding thing that they say. They'd say, if you want to do it, just start. It. Just start the first little step and then it will yep. just go from there. So, yeah, that's... That's why I think businesses fail because if you don't have that drive to just do it and it's, it's shit owning a business, like it really is. You deal with shit from every which way and if you don't have the drive to like continue through that, then you just, it's not going to happen. So... If you can't even be bothered to start it, then you should think maybe this isn't for me, you know? How do we get involved with Wardrobe Warriors? So how can we support you? Well, the best way is to follow us on our social media, mm-hmm. on Instagram, WW Markets Australia, or on Facebook, Wardrobe Warriors Markets. Uh, we also have our website as, as well. We're always chasing like new ideas. We're teaming up with lots of different people in every local place. And I have big plans to get it all over like Australia, bigger and better. So... 
the best way to do, the first step is to follow us on social media and just to see if you're going to be like a seller or a shopper. And then we just go from there because of where I've come from. I'm down for collaborations and team ups. And yeah. What's next for you? That is my biggest, that's me all the time asking myself. I'm like, what's next for me? Really use these last four years to like figure out what I like about businesses I have so many ideas I really think wardrobe worries I want to like my first goal is to bring that up in the next two years to be more consistent in all the other cities that we're in not just Brisbane but then I have like a whole ideas book of 50 other things not even related to wardrobe warriors that I want to do. So the next two big things for me in the next two years are wardrobe warriors escalating and getting bigger and becoming more like solid as your, you know, Australia's pre-love fashion market option. I am also starting a blog called Broke Bitches Club, which is basically, and a podcast eventually, I hope so. Um, Just me talking about how to survive, giving tips on how to flip shit, how to thrift shop, how to budget, not tips on being a broke bitch like me. <laughs> I'm just I'm cheap like I just value saving and like using every cent more than I do flippantly spending on crap I don't need basically and that's a skill in itself though and like that shows like self-discipline that shows like you were just saying how to flip stuff make more money out of it like that is yeah. a skill and it's well, I was I had schemes like I, I made you know remember the 3315s those phones oh yeah They're like yeah. in high school one of my many schemes in high school was I sold ringtones because I I downloaded all the how to type in the specific ringtones for like the OC the Simpsons like those sort of songs yeah and then for a dollar I worked all break, but I made like 30 bucks every day just doing that. So I've been scheming a long time. <laughs> that is fucking cool. I love yeah. that. Yeah. I, I was talking to my mom this morning. I'm just like, what have I been doing? She's like, Laura, you've like, even in grade 12, my best friends and, and half the school actually, like, I hope this doesn't take back their grades, but like I was doing most diamonds. <laughs> the original hustler. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I didn't even know, I just thought I was cheap, you know, until I did wardrobe warriors and then everyone kept saying, well, I wish I could be like you. And I'm like, really? <laughs> Do you really want to be like me? Okay. Incredible skill to see something and be like, yeah, I can make money from this. Like, honestly, it is a, it is a huge, huge skill that really great thing to have, but it's also like a flaw. Like the other day I was in Woolworths and they had uh, printer ink for like half price. I don't know what print it was, but it was supposed to be 25 and it was now $8. So I was like, I, I couldn't just walk past it. You know, I had to like Google how much it was still worth. Could I buy 10 of these and flip it for 800 I can never go anywhere without starting. I've already pitched three business ideas to like three different people this morning and I just can't stop. <laughs> That's so good. Well, it's going to be incredible to see where you go in the next few years. And you know, I'd absolutely love to support Wardrobe Warriors and, and... Yeah, I'm definitely coming back to Sydney. I just have to find the right venues and I guess I just have to stop being scared of myself to, like, come back and do it. <laughs> hey, dude, you just said to us that they've all sold out, that people absolutely I... <laughs> love it, the fact that it's authentic, they love your vibe, they love your personality. Yeah, they love the fact that they're giving back as well and I saw that yeah. someone got a Mimco wallet for 15 bucks. That's not even my best score. I got, like, a spell designs dress. And I like, this is my greatest flip of all time. This chick was selling spell. Uh, I don't know if you've heard of them, but they're like a boho. They're really great. Uh, Byron Bay brand. I wonder. And like they've got a cult following. So there's a, there's a whole section of dresses that got released and they only got made in a small amount. And I found two of them 
for 25 bucks for both of them. And then I flipped them and I shit you not for $950. Oh for that, like that day, within 15 minutes, they were gone. I, I, I just want to show the world that like, you don't have to be rich. You don't have to be from something. You don't have to go to uni. You can be rich with $25 in your pocket, basically. Yeah. You need to exactly write down your formula for how you do that yeah. and sell it. <laughs> Broke Bitches Club eBooks. Bam. <laughs> There's a scheme coming. I'm always, I'm also like profit for a cause. I absolutely love this. And, you know, talking to you just about wardrobe warriors. And that's what I said to you that we need to start recording straight away because yeah. I know that just through this conversation, lots of different magical moments were going to happen. Where you've come from and being self-made, your parents struggled and that showed you that you need to work hard for the money. You started scheming in high school selling ringtones to people. That is quite possibly (laughs) the best freaking story I've ever heard in my life. And you've taken those skills and each time leveled up. I'm just sort of teaching myself as I go. And it might be what I do forever. It might not be, but... Thank you for listening to the Queendom Podcast by Charlie Bullis. We'd love you to share this with a friend, rate us, and subscribe to the show on iTunes. For freebies plus more... Visit yeah, www.rulethequeendom.com. So many other women striving to do, and it pushes me more to want to do the same thing. So I thank yeah. you for sharing it all with us and just how honest you are about it. And everyone needs to get behind Wardrobe Warriors as well because it is amazing fashion for a great cause. And who doesn't freaking like a bargain? Who doesn't love a bargain? You show me that person, I'll show you a liar. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for having me. Chat again soon.